Hello and welcome to this Christian Walk, the show where no topic is too taboo to empower you on your walk with God. My name is Marley B and I am your host of the show. So today's topic is going to be about perseverance. I have called on my dear friend, Sharika Burnett, to share her story of how the unexpected came and changed life as she knew it and how her faith in God has kept her with her eye on the prize and moving steady and in great faith. So this is going to be a great conversation and one I believe families out there dealing with the unexpected can learn a lot from. So with that said, let's get into it. All right. I would like to welcome my guest, Miss Sharika Burnett. How are you, my love? I'm good, Marley. How you doing? I am good. Thank you so much for coming on and talk with me today. Um, I just, um, we've had a million conversations. We done laughed together. We done cried together. Yes. Um, we've worked together. We've played together. You know, and um, I just love you. And one thing that is consistent with you is that smile, right? So a person that didn't know, wouldn't know all that you've been through. And when I think about perseverance, ma'am, I can put your picture right in a frame and put you right next to that word because that's you. And um, I think that on this Christian walk, you know, a lot of times people think, okay, well, if you're a Christian, that means you don't go through nothing or right. that means you shouldn't go through anything. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just think that if anything, we're more susceptible to, to, uh, to, to, um, to trials and to challenges because mm -hmm. I mean, who, who faced more than Jesus, you know, right. you know what I'm saying? So we're trying to walk in a path that he was walking on that mm -hmm. there's going to be some adversity. There's going to be some things that don't go the way you would expect them to go, right? right. So um, I, I just want you to take a moment just to kind of tell, you know, your story um, of, of how you, you know, the unexpected happened to you. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, yes, very unexpected. So June 8th, 2015, um, our baby girl, Mazani, at the time she was 15, um, Every, it was just like any other day, you know, but it was just something that wasn't right. You know, she wasn't herself. So we asked like, Mazani, you know, what's going on? She was like, oh, nothing. You know, she was, she was really disoriented. Mm -hmm. And so I said, okay, we're going to the emergency room. And so I said, go ahead and get dressed. And she came upstairs, get dressed, take a shower and stuff. And so my husband was coming down the steps with her and I looked up at her and all I saw was her go from my complexion to a gray and he looked and she collapsed at the bottom of our steps and he was like Reed she's not breathing and I was like what do you mean you know she wasn't breathing no heartbeat no pulse no nothing we had no clue what was going on so I called 911 the Lord did not allow me to get upset he did not allow me to panic or anything I called 911 all of a sudden she took in a deep breath and she just said, daddy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She sounded like a broken record. Did not know that her body was septic. You know, so once they got her in the ambulance, they lost her three additional times where she went into cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm. 
and got her to the hospital. Um, come to find out her appendix had ruptured and her entire body was septic where everything had started to shut down and, you know, was touch and go and everything. She was in ICU. She was actually in the hospital for two and a half months. And that first night was the only night that she ever had, you know, a seizure and she hadn't had one since, but our life changed on June 8th, 2015, where we went to, from having a honor student, a model, to having a child now 100% dependent on us. And the thing is, one thing I remember saying in the hospital, I was like, Lord, she was never mine in the beginning. But I asked you to give me another chance to do it all over again, give her back. Because they wasn't looking for Mazani to make it. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, three days after that prayer, all of Mazani's organs restored, you know, where she, everything started working. They sold her up. They was like, okay. And this child came out of this type of ordeal, breathing on her own, never having to have a trach. Mm-hmm. So she's, we, we, we call her our miracle baby. And like I told him, we always said, people always say, did you ever ask why? I said, no. My thing was, why not? Why not Mazani? You know, it could have been anybody else's child, but why not her? She is not, you know, obsolete from any other child. Any other child could have the same thing go on and not make it. But he chose to use her so that people can see that he is truly real. You know, from her going into cardiac arrest and we losing her four times to where this child is still here six years later after her ordeal. Even though she's not the way she was, she is still here. Mm -hmm. So we thank God every single day for the opportunity to be able to care for her because he actually gave us a different light on life. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, you know what? We got to get up. We got to do this. She pushes us. She makes us be better. If it wasn't for her, I would not have a nonprofit organization. I would not have a t-shirt business. I would not be my own boss the mother that I am, that that wouldn't be me. I'm that because of her. Mm. You know, we have other children, but for some reason it was everything that happened with Mazani is the reason why we're doing what we're doing now. And she pushes me and my husband every single day to be better. Mm. So. And you know, and that is so amazing. And usually nine times out of, I'm not gonna say nine times out of 10, or even usually, you know, it's just sometimes when, you know, the unthinkable, the unimaginable happens, mm-hmm. um, it can destroy a family. Yeah. It seems yeah. to have brought your family together. Do, do, okay. do, you, do, you, do you believe that it's because of your faith or, and what specifically makes you think that? I know it's because of my faith, because not one time have I veered away from God and never have I never just sat down and just, you know, and my thing is one thing, my sister, Chrissy, she's, she's a minister. So it's my Mm brother-in-law, but the person that stands out to me the most is my Nana, which is my husband's aunt, pretty much grandmother. Mm -hmm. Nana told me when she used to come back and forth to visit, she was like, baby, just know that you do not have to be in a church building in order to have church. Mm -hmm. She said, you can have church anywhere. She said, your body is your temple. 
-hmm. She said, the Lord put you here for a reason. She said, so you can go out in your backyard and worship him and praise him. You can get up in the morning and go to bedside Baptist. She said, as long as you do not veer away from him and you always know who's the head, you would never lose your faith. And I've never lost my faith. And I've always been that one not to question God, but to talk to him. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, God, you know, what, what is it? You know, because he'll answer any question. It don't care. He knows we're going to get mad, angry, upset, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's not going to hold you accountable for the language that you use with him because he knows you're going to get frustrated and aggravated and mad. Yeah. That's why he built us. Everybody has emotions. We deal with all different types of emotions. Mm -hmm. So you can sit there and talk to him like a person. It's no rule book and it's no dictionary of the type of words that you have to say when you're talking to God. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I knew. It's like, I'm not that person that's just going to be like, okay, well, you know, Lord, you know, God, why? You know, I'm a mm -hmm. yell. You yeah. know, why? He don't, he's not going to sit here and tell you, no, don't ask me why. You ain't the one to ask me why. No, he wants you to ask him. Mm -hmm. And if you're patient enough and you sit there and you listen, you can hear him respond. And that's one thing I have done. I have, I can actually hear God respond and I sit and I laugh and I'm like, Lord, you're so funny. You know, <laughs> just like, you, for real, you're a trip. <laughs> just out of the blue, he'll just show me something. Mm -hmm. And me and my husband always say, and it's so funny because it was one night he woke up and he was like, Ree, I had a dream about Mazzani. She was driving. And I kid you not, the next night I had the same dream. And it was like, boo, he's showing us something. I said, he bringing, he, he's taking us through something to bring us through it. Mm -hmm. I said, so it's not, it's never been just her test. It's, it has always been all of our tests. It's the test of many. Those that have known Mazzani, her journey and her, her brain injury and everything she had to endure has been a test to many people that knows Mazzani. So I'm, I'm actually truly thankful for everything that I have gone through. You know, seriously, I'm I'm thankful. I hate that it had to happen to her mm -hmm. and for her to be in the situation that she's in. Because when I say I could see her being this big person in college, because that's how big she was. Mm -hmm. She's she's always wanted to help people. That's that's just been Mazzani. And when we started our nonprofit, nonprofit reflecting image actually was Mazzani's vision. Before everything happened, she she woke me up out of my sleep and she was like, mommy, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand why these children, you know, committing suicide and going through certain things. And I'm like, baby, I don't know. She was like, do they not know that they're a reflection of their parents? She and 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 that's it. That was her thing. That she was, was like, at 15. This was at 14. At 14. Wow. At 14. She was like, we are, I'm a reflection of you and daddy. She said, and how I walk and how people see me out in the world is how they view you guys. So if I'm out there acting like a fool and doing stuff that I'm supposed to, how do you think I'm raised at home? I said, right. She said, we need to be a reflection. And she's always wanted to do that. We started a group. It didn't go anywhere because she was so young and she was modeling, mm -hmm. but this was her. So when I told my husband, I said, you know what? Reflecting image will not die. So that's when we started our nonprofit, Reflecting Image. Everything is for Mazani. And so, I'm, like I said, I'm truly thankful for everything that she has given us. She's been like that ever since she was born. And it, it was just like, okay, this, this child, 
a, a lady, a prophet actually pulled me to the side one day and she said she has always had a veil over her. She's mm. always been protected since birth. She's always had an angel with her. And everybody that's encountered her and came into her presence, I mean, when I tell you, they get so emotional. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know what? The Lord has never left her. She's always had this angel. And we truly feel it. People can come into our house and they just like, oh my God, it's just so calm. They fall asleep. Mm-hmm. It's just something about her and the presence of God that we just keep within our house. And it's, mm-hmm. it's just a positive vibe. So, I mean, like I said, I, I thank him for my walk. I thank him for every single thing, every obstacle, every trial and tribulation that he's actually put in our way because it's like, okay, Lord, it ain't nothing that I can't do. Exactly. And, I, and you know, it, and, and it's so important to, you know, have that light. I mean, mm-hmm. to really have it because people will scream and it will not scream. They they claim Christian all day long. But when it gets real, you know, when when life really comes to knock you up upside your head off your feet, that's and right. And you have to, you know, you have to take that hit and continue to walk. That's when the real test happens. You know, and I what I can commend you on and what I respect and love about you just the same is that you never look like what you, you would never know that you, you know, was, was taking care of, of now she, what, how old is Miss Annie now? 20? She just turned 21, February 28th. She just turned 21. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wouldn't know that you spent your time, you know, taking care of a, 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 a daughter that's totally dependent on you. And right. that all of those things that happened to such this beautiful, bright girl. And that, you know, you don't, you don't blame yourself. You don't blame her. You don't blame God. You don't allow it to, you know, impede your spirit because all day long, you're smiling, you're high. How you doing? Mm -hmm. Can I help you with that? Sure. I'll take care of that. That's you all day. Like you don't have three jobs, a nonprofit and a whole, you know, and that's not your only child. Right. And you got how many grandkids you got? Almost 10. You know what? I'm done. <laughs> and then you over here with flawless skin and all your baby hairs is in place. How in the world? Not the baby hairs. <laughs> you know, how in the world? You know, it would take, it would definitely take the blood of Jesus to lay this down right here. So I'm like, how do you, you know, how, you know, where does that come? That, that comes, it comes from, from him. It comes, it comes from, from him. It comes from him. It comes from him. And I thank him every single day. When I wake up, I'm like, Lord, thank you. And one thing I used to always tell people, even at work, people always complaining. And I sit there and I'm looking at them. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. You complain? What do you have to complain about? And when I share my story and they look at me like, well, I guess I don't have anything to complain about. I say, no, you don't. You don't. And was, you know, like, like, wow. I'm like, Mm-mm. you just give it to him. I'm thankful because I could be in the ground. She could be in the ground, you know? And it's like, you know, when, even when I had a doctor to tell me when she was in the hospital, I I, I was so confused because I didn't know what a traumatic brain is. I'm like, okay, you know, non-traumatic. Okay. I said, what is that? And this one um, neuro- neurologist came to me. She was like, well, pretty much she'll remain in the baby state. She said it just like that. And I said, you know what? I appreciate that, but I need you to get out of my room so that I can consult with my doctor. Right. So I went in the bathroom and I immediately started praying 
And I just prayed and prayed and prayed and I cried and I said, you know what, Lord, I don't know what the plan is, what direction we're going in, but I'm giving it to you. And I just thanked him. And that night, because I was wondering, like, why these doctors keep coming in here saying, Masani, give me a thumbs up, give me a thumb. I'm like, you know, and she wasn't doing it. I went in that room and I sat beside her and I said, Mazani, all things are possible through Christ that gives you strength. And when we got home to get her room together, she has journals and that was her passage in all her journals. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow. That night when I was in the hospital and I asked her, I said, Mazani, give me a thumbs up. She gave me a thumbs up. All those doctors that was coming in that room doing that same thing, she would never do it. But when I talked to her and I prayed with her, at that moment, he had already let me know, I got this, but it's not on your time, it's on my time. So like I told my husband, I said, you know what? We don't know the time, the date, the season or nothing of when he's gonna turn this thing around, but I wholeheartedly know that this is gonna be something that's gonna be turned around. We just don't know. So like I said, we can't rush him. Mm-hmm. Whenever he, you know, when, it's like we're always, okay, Lord, we're praying about it and we think he going to give it to us right then. No, he's not on our time. We're mm-hmm. on his time. We got to wait when until he's ready. Mm-hmm. So I'm not pressing. I'm just like, okay, I'm patient. As long as he give me the health and strength and allow me to be on this earth to wait for this transformation for this young lady, then I'm going to do it. And if I got to stand here and I got to take care of her up until it happens, that's what I'm going to do. What do you say to when you hear that people don't believe in God? Like, do like I've been hearing that, and a part of the thing that the part of the reason that I really was I felt inspired to start this show is because I've been seeing such an incline in atheism. You know, it's just like so. It, it's just like so many Christians that are just jumping ships saying that they no longer believe. And I don't believe that that's a concept that's just happening, but I believe it, it's so, it, it's just that there's in the state of the, of the world. And I, 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 to, to me, I feel like it's a, it's a lack of gratitude and you, you mentioned gratitude and the importance of it, but I wonder um, as a person that you, you know, you definitely are walking that you are walking in gratitude and you look for the bright side and you understand that if God willed it, then it should be, That's you right. know, and if he'll, and he'll equip you, that's how you live. That's how you move. I mm-hmm. love that about you. You already tell me, and I will never forget what your favorite verse is, which is I can do all things. And every time I think about it, I think about you. And I say, that's, that's Sharika's verse right there. I can do that's all it. things. That's it. Because if somebody called me and said, can you do this? I'd be like, baby, I can do all things. So it's like, I never doubt myself. And it's like, if I, and I, if I can't, I'm going to try it or I'm going to figure it out. Right. So, so what do you say for people that when you, when you find out that people that atheists is, is on the rise, what, what, what would you say about that? It's like, what, well, what do you believe in? Mm. What God do you believe in? Mm. Or who do you believe in? And that, that's my question. Cause I want to know exactly. And, I want you to be able to explain it because I mean, it, it really doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't make sense to me for somebody to say, I don't believe in God. Okay. So what do you believe in? Okay. And I mean, I, the one that the, the people that say they don't, I mean, I'm gonna be like, look, I'm gonna just tell you now, you better get right with God. Cause you only got two locations that you can go to either up or down. Mm-hmm. You choose. Yeah. I know what I'm going. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, I need you to be ready. 
because when he called, I'm going to be at that gate. I'm trying to get in. <laughs> and for that, for that family who, you know, just got that devastating news and they're feeling hopeless and they're feeling like they don't have the strength to go on. What would you tell them? Don't give up. Don't give up. Just thank him. I, I have friends that's lost kids. I have actually a couple of friends that's going through the same situation we're going through right now that's taking care of a child with a disability in the same exact situation. And we talk. And when I tell you, we're all like the same, we're so thankful. And we sit here and we see the resilience of our children on what they endure on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's like, you know, we, we're like, we have some of the strongest children there is. You know, and it's like you get so many and I sit here and I look at kids now that's out here just doing stuff. And it's like, why? You know, like you have no clue. You really have no clue. You can be you how can good be you have. Right. And it's like, I mean, I just I don't understand it. And I try to encourage them, even if I see a child going in the wrong direction. Like right now, I'm a GAL. I'm a guardian at Lightham. And I work with a young lady and I even shared my story with, with her about Mazani. And when I tell you from where this child was, she's totally different when I talk to her. Mm -hmm. She, you know, it, it's, it's, it's something with her, but our relationship is so much better than when we mm -hmm. first met. You would think this was my child, mm -hmm. but that's just me sharing and letting her know that you know, I really and truly care about you. If I didn't, I wouldn't be trying to talk to you or, or do the things for you that I'm trying to do. But it's like, even a cousin of mine mentioned, she said to me one day, she was like, all these kids out here getting in trouble. Why Mazani and not them? And I looked at her and I said, wow. That was deep. That was, was hard. Because I mean, you've got some kids that's out here just doing stuff to to get hurt or killed or stuff. And I say no, but that doesn't mean that that child needs to be in the situation. Exactly. I say so. Never do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I would never say that. I say because what's for her is for her. So I truly think this was something that was supposed to happen. I always say the book is already written. It's already written before we even know about it when we're born. Mm -hmm. So it's like how you handle it is, is up to you. He's not going to put more on you than you can handle. Mm -hmm. But he's not going to give his, uh, his soldier a battle that's too hard to even try to endure. So mm -hmm. like I said, I can, I can take the battle scars. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, you know, I'm rolling with the punches and I'm going to keep going. It's, it's not doing anything but making me stronger. Yeah, But I would never want another child to go through what it is that she had to go through or another family to go through something that we do. But for the families that do, I always say, don't lose faith. Just always pray. If you've lost a child, I always say, thank him for the time that you had. Just thank him for that time that you have because you have those memories. Mm -hmm. And me and my husband tell people on a daily basis, you have the memories of your child. We have the reality. Mm -hmm. Every day we're doing this over and over and over again when mm -hmm. we wish we didn't have to. Mm -hmm. But you have those memories where you can share with someone. You don't have to get up at two and three o'clock in the morning to, to try to figure out why your nonverbal child is hurting. You're trying to figure it out. 
Whereas, you know, yeah, we, we hate to have to bury our child or do anything like that. But when you have those memories, that's what they're for. They're going to, if a parent dies, that, that child is going to have a memory of their parents, the same thing. We're not meant to be here forever. Mm -hmm. That's why I say the book has always already been written. Mm -hmm. So we don't know our time, our date. We all got an expiration date. I always say we're just like a rental car. We got to turn it in at some point. At some point, they come, Avis is coming. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you know. So, I mean, I just say just, just stay prayed up. Never, never veer away from them. Always go to them. And as you far know. as your, your nonprofit, I love that you, you know, that you channel, you know, whatever, you know, I won't say frustrations, but mm-hmm. I'll just say that you found you in your pain, you found passion, right? Mm-hmm. And you have been able to channel that and, and bring that into fruition with your nonprofit. I know you worked really hard making it happen to hear yeah. the backstory that it was originally Mazani's dream. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh that even makes it more beautiful um and I, I i just what do you got what what tell me a little bit about your nonprofit. i mean so so what is it that you guys are doing so with the nonprofit, it, it originally was starting out to be to help families of children with disabilities mm-hmm. um and then i said well you know what those children eventually return into adults Mm-hmm. So just like Mazani turned into an adult. So it's helping people with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And when everything was going about, with, when COVID hit and then you had Tent City, it's like, my thing is, me and my husband, honestly, our hearts are so big. We want to try to help everybody. So we wanted to make sure we did something for Tent City. We went out and, you know, took firewood and different things like that mm-hmm. to Tent City. Um, it's just pretty much out there to help. And also to encourage the young children to get more involved in the, in the community. Mm-hmm. It's getting them involved to help someone else that has a disability. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody is different doesn't mean they got to be treated different. Mm-hmm. You won't know. And, and this is one thing that got me when we used to take Mazani back and forth to her doctor's appointments. We used to see like even older people just sitting there looking and looking and looking. And I told my husband, I said, I'm going to get a shirt. I said, I'm going to make me a shirt. And I'm going to say, just ask. Instead of you staring and trying to figure out stuff, just ask. Yeah. You know, I would rather for you to come to me and ask me what happened versus just staring and just, you know, yeah. like, come on. Yeah. So it was it was like just getting them out there. And like I said, Mazani used to model. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to do one of the events that we was doing with um, um, a runway show for children with disabilities mm-hmm. where you have an able-bodied child and a disabled child that's actually walking the runway together. Mm-hmm. And they have to be as one pretty much because now you're you're wearing the same outfit. Just because she can't walk in a chair and you are doesn't make you any different from this person. So just different little things to try to bring children, able-bodied children and disabled children together. That's what mm-hmm. that's where our vision is going, just to try to make the world pretty much a better place instead of being so judgmental and picking because even in schools you used to see how kids used to pick on a child with a disability Mm -hmm. so it's I just got so frustrated it's like okay you know what we're going to make this happen because people need to know we need to be able to help one another Mm -hmm. you know 
put on this earth to be a servant. Not to be, you know, not to be this person that's out here with your hand out all the time. We're here to be servants. So right. just to help one another and quit looking at people in a different light and always judging somebody. Get to mm. know that person. And it's only so much looking you can do. do right. What, see what you can do. Let's right. Start doing. That's it. And, That's and, and it can be as early, it can be as easy as saying hello instead of staring. You That's know, it. it can be as easy as, you know, like you said, just ask. Just treat ask. her like a person. Don't don't treat her as if she's not a person anymore. She's yes. a person. Because mm -hmm. if I see somebody, if I see somebody with a cast, I'm gonna say, "Well, what happened?" Right, right. <laughs> what happened? You know. So what happened? You know. I get that 100. percent Well, I, you know, I I I I truly thank you for being here, Sharika. Um, I want to make sure. Do you have a website or anything like that? If somebody wanted to hear about your 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 nonprofit reflectinimage.com mm -hmm. <laughs> everything is reflected image and it's um r-e-f-l-e-c-t the letter n and then image i-m-a-g-e so reflectinimage.com is the website and the first person you're gonna see when it pop up is mazani <laughs> your cover girl my cover girl yes and i love her at every stage of her life that she she's still making you proud she is and i know that she is equally proud of you and of mike oh because yeah. you guys are are beautiful inside and out and you guys just you know you don't just hoard your love for yourself you spread it around for all of us and i just thank you for that <laughs> i thank you for that thank and you marley thank you for being here i'm gonna have you back on here too definitely definitely yeah. and that time you can meet mazani <laughs> yes yes we're gonna meet mazani i know it's her nap time right now she she napped <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah well thank you so much thank you so much Sharika. i really appreciate you thank you marley love you love you too okay bye. thank you so much Sharika, for sharing your story with us today I hope that someone found strength in her story, in her family's struggle, and her family's willingness and ability to persevere no matter what life throws at you. If you found some strength in that conversation today, please don't forget to like it, don't forget to share it, and definitely don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Perseverance is something we're all going to need, no matter how high we think we're up on the ranking as being a Christian or where we are in life or how good life is, is hard times are going to come. And when, we, and when they do, our faith is going to be the thing that we need to stand on. And I know when it comes to loving God, it can be easy. Trusting God can be hard, but we can all get there one step at a time on this Christian walk. See you next time.